Choosing to be a good listener is a great decision that will affect your present and future. This message is the eighth in the series, The Power of Personal Choices. The message is entitled, Become a Better Listener, Part One. Here is Pastor Dale O'Shields. Grab your Bibles, your teaching sheets. I'm going to do my best to preach right now. It's going to be hard. I'm going to do my best. We're involved in a series of messages uh, that we've been engaged in for the last several weeks, talking about the power of personal choices in our lives. And I want to talk to you today about something that's a very important decision that you will make in life. In fact, all of these messages, when I uh, felt God uh, leading me this summer to prepare them, I really was thinking about all the key decisions that you and I can make in life. And God's given you an amazing, incredible thing called a will, a choice. You get to make decisions. Now, the good thing is if you make the right decisions, it makes your life better. If you make the wrong decisions, you suffer the consequences from them. But what you must realize is that God has given you and me the freedom to choose. He doesn't make us do anything. He gives us a free will, a free choice. And so what I'm trying to do is to help you to think about the choices that really matter. Some choices don't matter a whole lot some do. One of those choices is what I want to talk to you about today. It's the choice to become a better listener. Because if you'll become a better listener, I promise you that your life will improve. There's a great skill related to listening we'll talk about here in just a moment. The focus of our study is a man by the name of Samuel. And Samuel was a prophet and priest in the Old Testament, a transition person that led them out of a time, Israel out of a time of anarchy and chaos into appointing the first king of Israel by the name of Saul. And then, of course, appointing the second king of Israel by the name of David. So Samuel had a very, very important uh, role in Israel's history. And surrounding Samuel and along with Samuel, you see some people that made decisions that really changed history for better or for worse. And one of those decisions is found in Samuel's life himself. It was the choice to become a better listener, to learn how to listen. I want to read for you the first 11 verses of 1 Samuel chapter 3. So just listen as I read this. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am. You, you call me. But Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. My son Eli said, I did not call. Go back and, and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. Now Samuel was a young man. You might remember he was being raised in God's house. His mother Hannah had made a promise to God that if God gave her a son, she would give him back to God to be raised in the house of God. And so when it says Samuel did not yet know the Lord, it doesn't mean he did not have some knowledge of God, but it means that he did not yet have a personal maturing personal relationship with God. He didn't know the word of the Lord yet. And by the way, if you're going to be a prophet, you need to know the word of the Lord, right? And so he's not yet arrived at that place. A third time, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am, you call me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. Now we'll tell you something. Eli was not always the sharpest knife in the drawer, okay? It took him a while to remember and understand things, but he finally, the third time, he gets it and says, oh, this is God. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down, and if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is. Speak, Lord, for your servant is. Speak, Lord, for your servant is. 
listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there calling as at, as at the other time. Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak for your servant is listening. And the Lord said to Samuel, see, I'm about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears it, hears about it, tingle. Here's the story of Samuel learning to listen to God for the very first time in his life. He begins to understand something about the voice of God. And he begins to develop this, this thing called listening, listening to God. And one of the greatest decisions that you and I will ever make in life is a decision to become a listener, especially someone who learns to listen to God, to God's voice, and to listen to the people that God will place around us. And I will tell you that listening is one of the keys to your future. If you don't listen well, you're going to miss out a lot of what God has in store for you. Would you agree with me that listening was something Samuel needed to learn to do if he's going to be a prophet and a priest? If he, if he misses this lesson, if he fails to make this choice, he's going to miss a major part of his destiny. And I hope that I can drive home to you this weekend, all of our campuses, that one of the greatest things that you can develop in your life is the capacity, the ability to listen and to listen well. Because your future is determined by what you hear and by what you do with what you hear. I'm going to share with you two things. This is a two-part message, so uh, you need to be back next weekend because I'm going to share the second part of this. If you only get today, it's like a bird with one wing. You're not going to fly very well, okay? So come back next week for the second part of this. But let me share with you the two things today uh, that you and I need to learn about listening. Number one, listening is a skill. It's also an art that must be developed. It's a skill, but it's also an art that must be developed. There's skills related to listening, and there's sort of, as you develop the skills, there's an art Related to applying those skills, you become much more intuitive and have much, much more capacity uh, in an artistic sort of way as you learn the skills of, uh, of listening. You know, some folks are great listeners and some folks are not so great. And I don't know where you are today. By the way, let me say something before I go any further. This message today is for you. It's not for somebody else. Don't sit there thinking that I sure wish so-and-so were here. I sure hope my husband's listening. I hope my wife's listening. Now, this message, who's it for? It's for you, okay? It's for me. And so apply it to you today. Here's my question for you. How, what are your listening skills right now? On a scale of 0 to 10, how well do you listen? How effective are you as a listener? Because you can't improve something if you don't know where you're starting. You have to realize what your starting point is before you can begin to develop the capacities that are here. And so you have to answer the question and answer it honestly. You know, I'm a, I'm a 1 probably right now, or I'm a 2, or I'm a 5, or I'm like negative 6, Okay. I'm just, I don't listen very well, but you have to start somewhere in the journey of how, where am I in terms of being a listener so you can begin to develop what needs to be developed. And there are a lot of different personalities that listen more effectively than others, but God holds us all responsible for choosing to learn how to listen. And by the way, in the scripture, listening is not just a good idea or a suggestion that God gives us. Listening is actually a command that God gives us. God commands us to be better listeners. Let's take a look at some scriptures. Are you ready? Read them with me. Psalm 34, verse 11. Let's all read aloud and loudly, all of our campuses. Here we go. Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 7, 24, together. Now then, my sons, listen to me. Pay attention to what I say. Proverbs 8, verse 6. Listen as I read this. Listen, for I have trustworthy things to say. I open my lips and speak what is right. Matthew 15, verse 10. Jesus called the crowd to him and said, 
listen and understand. Mark 4, verse 9, then Jesus said, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear or let them be listening. Luke chapter 8, verse 18, therefore consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they think they have, will be taken from them. That is, what you, what you attain in life is determined by your listening capacities. James 1 verse 19, my dear friend, brothers and sisters, I should say, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. The last book of the Bible, Revelation 2 verse 29, whoever has ears, let them hear. You can't hear unless you're listening. Let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Listening is a choice. It's a very important choice that you will make in your life and to obey the commandment that God has given you to be a listener you have to develop skills you have to develop what I would call the art and the skills of listening and so I'm going to share with you six skills of a good listener today these will work in every relationship of your life starting with your relationship with God I've used the word listen as an acronym so I'm going to give you a point with every one of the letters of the word and let me start with the first one L L I S T E N L look 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 everybody say look Look, if you're going to be a good listener, you've got to look at the speaker. You have to give him or her your full attention. You can't listen without looking. You can't hear well unless your eyes are on the person that's speaking. I noticed a lot of heads just went up right then. Why is that important? Because if your eyes are not on the person that's speaking, you might hear something, but you're not going to to catch the nonverbals, right? You're not going to see all the elements of what's going on. My wife reminds me of this regularly because she'll be talking and, and somewhere in the conversation she will say to me, Honey, are you listening? And the reason she asked me, Honey, are you listening? is because I'm doing something else. I, my eyes are somewhere else. And so I'm not communicating that I'm listening because I'm not giving her something that's very important. It's called giving her my attention. And listening is not just a matter of what comes in your ears. It's a matter of what gets into your system. And we'll talk about this in a moment in terms of what you're understanding. That's what listening is all about. But you have to place your eyes. In fact, I would say to you, if you're going to listen to God, your eyes need to be on God. You can't hear Him very well unless you're listening. Because everything that God says, He doesn't always say out loud. See, sometimes the way God worked, when your eyes are on Him, He nudges you in certain ways. He convicts you of something. And it's not exactly what He says to you, but your eyes are on Him. You sort of pick up, if you will, what God's trying to say to you in your life. And so your eyes need to be on Him. That is, you have to invest something. You have to give something. You have to pay something. And what you pay is you pay attention. See, pay represents a price you pay, something you invest And so to hear, you have to pay attention. You invest something of yourself. The I means to be intentional. If you want to listen, you have to be intentional about it. You have to intend to understand. The goal of listening is not hearing. Let me say that again. The goal of listening is not hearing. The goal of listening is understanding. Okay? There's a big difference, right? Hearing, you can hear with your natural ears and not have a clue as to what's just been said. 
Because listening is all about understanding. It's, and to understand, you have to want to understand. There has to be something in you that says, it's not just getting the information. I want an understanding of it. I want to grasp it in a way that has meaning to me and meaning to the person that is communicating. The same is true with God, your relationship with God. As God talks to you, it's not just what He says, it's what He means by what He says to you that's valuable. Do I understand? That's why you and I need to understand the Word of God. Not just hear the word, but understand it so we can actually put it into practice. The third principle of listening is you have to stop talking. Boy, that's going to be hard for some of you. Okay? It's hard for all of us because the stop talking means that you have to just, you got to chill. You got you to back off and say, I'm, my mode right now to understand, I have to stop talking. I can't talk and understand what someone's saying at the same time. And by the way, you know, you can have... You can talk without actually talking. You can talk to yourself. Okay? You ever found yourself before somebody's talking, but while they're talking, you're talking to you? You don't hear a word they're saying, but you're having your own conversation in your head. And they're talking about this, and you're thinking about uh, what's going to happen two hours from now, or what's going to happen on Monday morning, or what's going to happen some other time, or what happened last week. And you're carrying on a conversation in your head, and you're sort of nodding your head, but you're not hearing a thing that anyone's saying. And so the stop talking is the stop in the sense of your own mouth, but also the conversations that go on in your head so that you're paying attention. So you can focus on what's really being said verbally and non-verbally. There has to be a quietness if you're going to hear and understand something. That's why the psalmist said, be still and know that I am God. You cannot know that he is God without stilling yourself in quietness and listening. So stop talking. Consider what is being said. The T, translate the message in your mind. Process what you think you're hearing and what you think you're understanding. You have to do some work if you want to understand what's being said. So in other words, you have to go through translation processes, okay? It's just like if you hear a different language, right? You hear a different language. I was this past week, as I said, in Guatemala, and of course they speak Spanish there. My Spanish is limited. In fact, my Spanish is dangerous because I know enough to get in trouble, okay? And I have gotten myself in trouble quite often. I may have told you the story before. I'll tell it to you again. A number of years back, I led a mission trip from our church. When our church was much smaller, I led a mission trip down to South America. I took a dentist with me to do some teeth extraction, some dental work for kids there. And so we were in a, one of the little villages one day, and he didn't have a dental assistant, so I volunteered to be his assistant. Now, first of all, that was a bad decision, okay? Because I, like, usually faint at the sight of blood, so this is really bad, okay? So I'm going to be his assistant there. And so we, we, we get the kids in, he starts, you know, dealing with the teeth and extracting them and so forth. And one little kid, he'd had a really hard time extracting, like, an abscessed tooth from him. And he finally gets this tooth out, and the kid is just bleeding profusely, uh, because of how, how the kind of situation it was. And so he's bleeding profusely. And so the doctor packs his mouth with, uh, with gauze, and he wants me to tell him. He, the, the dentist thinks that I know Spanish, okay? And so my dentist says to me, tell him to bite down. Tell him to bite down. Now, the word bite down in Spanish is muerte. Muerte. Everybody say it. Muerte, okay? Well, instead of saying muerte, I looked at the kid and I said, Muerte, which means you die. Now you can see a nine-year-old kid, okay, with this American over him. Muerte, muerte, muerte. He's bleeding profusely. I mean, it was not, we had to send him to a psychiatrist after this. I mean, we had a problem, okay. 
But you see, what happened was there was something lost in the translation. There was something lost in the process. And so when you're talking with someone, and when you're even hearing from God, you have to translate the accuracy of what you're hearing. You have to work it over in your mind. You have to think about it. You have to put some effort into it, not just in the moment of hearing it, but as you're taking it in, what am I hearing? And am I hearing accurately? And then E means that you explore the accuracy of what's said and what the speaker is actually saying. What you think you heard is not always what was said. Say that with me. What you think you heard is not what always was, always was said, right? Because you have filters inside of you, and that's why if you don't explore the accuracy of what somebody's saying, what's going to happen is you're going to make wrong assumptions, and you're going to experience misunderstandings. And the best way to actually avoid making assumptions and misunderstandings is to explore. You ask, this is what I heard you say. Is this what you said? I just want to make sure I understand. Is this accurate? Am I getting it correctly? And so what's happened is you've, you've actually looked at the person. You have an intention to understand. You've stopped talking. And then you started as they're talking, translating this process. Then you start exploring back with them. What, is this what I heard you say? I just want to make sure that I'm clear and understanding this. And a lot of misunderstandings can be cleared up right there, right? And then the N stands for now. Now you can talk. Now you can respond. Because after and only after you have done the above, do you have really the right to and the appropriate response to the person. And so now you can give a response. And by the way, response is always important. Right? Remember when God spoke to Samuel? Samuel, Samuel. Eventually Samuel listened and heard it was God. And what was his response? After he understood who was talking to him, what did Samuel do? Now he could say something, speak, your servant is listening. And so there was a response. And with God, when God speaks to you, there's always a response. He's asking from you a yes to his will, a yes to his ways. So listening is a skill. It's also an art. Let me give you my second point today. And that's that listening matters. Listening matters. Very simple point, but I want to drive this home. Listening matters. Samuel would never have become the prophet that God called him to be had he not learned to listen. I want you to see this one moment that night. It's just, we read it and we read through it. So, oh, that's an interesting story. But I want you to see that that one moment that night, right, is Samuel's laying in the house of God. He hears, Samuel, Samuel. And he hears it three times. He goes and checks it out with Eli. Eli finally figures out that God is speaking to him. But had that moment never happened in Samuel's life, would Samuel have become a prophet? No. He would have never become a prophet of God unless he learned something. That was a lesson that evening that developed his, his listening skills that served him well for the rest of his life. And what, if I could just help you to understand today that right where you are today, God has more for your future. Do you believe that? Do you believe that God has an incredible future? I want to tell you today. I know this. I can prophetically speak it. God has an amazing future for you. But you will not get to what God wants you to experience until you learn to listen. To learn to listen to God and learn to listen to the people that God will put in your life. It's a very, very important part of the process. Let me share with you why listening is so important. Let me give you five reasons and we'll be done today. But these five reasons are extremely important. Number one, listening demonstrates humility. It shows that you really are humble. You ever tried to tell a proud person anything? 
You can't tell a proud person a thing. Why? Because they know it all. They already know everything. You can't tell them anything because they don't have the ability to listen. And so listening is a demonstration of humility. And the Bible says that God gives grace to the humble. He resists the proud. And so if you want grace to help you in your life, you better learn how to listen. Why? Because listening is a dimension of humility. Number two, it shows love to and for others. When you listen, you're saying, I love you. Listening is actually an act of love. One of the ways that God shows you that he loves you is he listens to you. Anybody talk God's ears off from time to time? Now, by the way, I know God doesn't have ears. It just so you understand I'm theologically correct here. But the point being is that you talk and you talk and you talk and you pray and you pray. And what does God do? He listens. He listens. Why? Because he loves you. And when I listen to you and I listen to my wife and I listen to God, I'm saying I love you. Listening is an expression of love. That's why it matters. Number three, it is the only way to learn. As long as you're talking, chances are you're not learning. It's only when you listen that you learn. It's a way that we demonstrate teachability in our lives. It's also the way to understand what we need to understand so that we can be and do what we're supposed to be and do. That's why I say this is your destiny. Because the only way that you can become the person that God wants you to be and do the things that God wants you to do from today forward, November the 8th, 2015, let's start today and let's go into your future. And the only way that you will ever be able to be the person, become the person that God wants you to become and do the things that God will want you to do in your future is to listen. Why? Because in listening is where you hear the things you need to hear that will develop your character. Okay? And by the way, character is very important to your destiny, right? Well, you'll grow in your relationship with God. They'll prepare you. So it's, this is critical to your future. And the last thing I want to mention here is that it's one of the ways ideas and influence enters our, enter our spirit and soul. That's why you need to be very careful who and what you listen to. Look up this way and let me conclude this way. If you don't, this message, if you don't mind, all across our campuses, let me tell you something. Be careful who you listen to. Be careful who and what you listen to. I've watched people whose lives have been ruined because they let other people around them who had bitterness in their soul and they become ears for the person who had bitterness in their soul. And you know what happened? The bitterness that was in that person's soul found its way into this person's soul because they gave ears to it. They listened, okay? And because they listened, it affected them. I've known people who've had their lives destroyed by gossip. They've listened to gossip. See, gossip... The sin of gossip is not a one-way deal. It's not just speaking it. It's also listening to it. You got that? If you've got a juicy story that you want to tell me about somebody else, if I say, ooh, I'd love to hear that, I would love to hear that, what I'm saying is I'm willing to open up my ears to that to let it get into my spirit. You must understand that one of the most precious things God gave you are your ears. You better guard them. Because if you don't guard your ears, what happens is what comes in here doesn't just stop here. It finds its way down into here and infiltrates your inner being and it begins to influence your life. Listening to advice from ungodly people. You know, what's, the Bible says that we're not to seek the counsel of the ungodly. We're standing in the way of sinners. So when you listen to an ungodly person, you get advice from someone that doesn't know God or love God, and you start making decisions in your life based upon what you heard from an ungodly person, what's going to happen to the tra- trajectory of your life? 
You've let an influence in that was, that was not good. What, and I'll go further to say, the kind of music you listen to. Why is this important? I'm, I love music, love all kind of music. But I'm saying there's certain musics you need to filter out of your life because it's, it's damaging to your soul, okay? You might think, well, I like it. Well, I don't care if you like it or not. If it damages your soul, it's like drinking poison. I, you might, poison might taste good, but it'll still kill you, okay? You can get flavored poison if you want, okay? It'll still kill you. And you must be very careful. Why? Because listening matters. When you listen, whatever you're listening to goes into here and gets down into here. And it has impact. It has influence. It changes the way you think. And that's why you all made an amazing choice today. That you got up and you came to the house of God to listen to the word of God. And there's nothing better to listen to. And get into your soul and system that will set you free than the Word of God. Why? Because it is truth. You can count on it every day, all the time. God's Word will never lie to you. God's Word will never deceive you, okay? And, and that's a key to remember. To have the appetite for, for truth. So be careful what you listen to. So I want you to put a really big comma right there, okay? And uh, actually, I have 10 more minutes on the clock, but because it's my birthday, I'm going to give it to you, okay? All right, so you get to go home early today, all right? But put a comma on the clock right there, a comma on the message today, and be back next weekend, because I don't want to see a bunch of one-winged birds around here. I want you to have both the wings of listening, so let's pray together. Father, thank you for your word today. So grateful that you've spoken to us. And God, I pray for all of us, you'll give us ears to hear. Teach us how to listen, I pray by the power of the Holy Spirit, to listen most importantly to you. In Jesus' name. Thanks for joining us for today's message. I trust that you've heard something from God's Word that will make a difference in your life now and forever. Maybe as you were listening to today's message, God began to speak to you about a personal relationship with Himself. You know, the most important thing we can ever establish in our life is a relationship with God, and we do that by opening our hearts and lives to Jesus Christ. If you've never invited Jesus into your life, today is your day. It's your opportunity. And I want to lead you in a prayer right now that you can pray that will forever change your life, that will allow your name to be written in the book of life for eternity. All you need to do is simply pray this prayer with me and mean it in your heart. If you'll mean this prayer, God will hear you. The Bible says that whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So would you pray with me right now? Whisper these words to God or speak them out right where you are. Say, Jesus, just mention his name. Say, Jesus, I admit to you today that, that I am a sinner and I'm sorry, God, for everything I've done wrong. Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you are God's Son, the Savior, the Redeemer. I thank you that you died on the cross for me and that you rose again. I believe in you, Jesus. And then whisper this prayer. Say, Lord, today I invite you to come into my life, to forgive me of my sins, to give me a brand new start in you. I give my life to you today in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for those that prayed that prayer with me and I ask that now they would continue to grow in you and serve you faithfully from this day forward in Jesus' name. If you just prayed that prayer with me, friend, I want you to know that Jesus Christ heard you, that your name has been written in that wonderful book of life and that now today you start a brand new life in Christ. 
And to do so, you need some help. You need to learn how to live your life for Jesus every day. We'd like to provide for you. In fact, we have available for you some resources that you can get from our website, church-redeemer.org, that will help you to get a good start in your relationship with Jesus Christ. So again, check out the website, church-redeemer.org. Find those resources that will help you to get going in your relationship with Jesus. If you've prayed with the pastor today and made a decision to follow Jesus Christ, we have some resources for you on our website. Just go to www.church-redeemer.org slash newbeginnings. We pray that this message was a blessing to you.